Welcome, welcome, welcome to the new comic book show that goes last. You know I go after everybody else, right? I think it's kind of funny, but I'm okay with it. Welcome, everybody, to the Wednesday night comic book presser. Surely there will be spoilers ahead, so make sure you are prepared for that. If you aren't prepared for that, well, I'm sorry, because Flipside Channel is where this show is being broadcast, and we are going to request that you do, of course, like, share the video, leave us a comment, and subscribe, because you know why? Because the Wednesday Night Presser is a weekly show where we cover the new releases and some speculation, and I want to give a shout out to Wanna Comics for our giveaway this evening, and I want to give a thank you to everybody who participated in the giveaway. I've got your names all down on the wheel of names this evening. You guys ready to rock this? Soundtrack, of course, provided by White Bad Audio. This is the Wednesday Comic Book Presser. Woo! How about that open? Did I do good? How you guys doing? I'm all spiffied for you. For you. So, shout out to everybody in the chat. What up, Dollar Bin? What's good, uh, everybody? How's it going, Dwayne Scott? All right, everybody. I know you didn't come here to see my face. You came here to see the goods, so let me provide you with the goods. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's kind of funny. I don't have to go first. Like, everybody else can start talking about new books being released next week tomorrow, and it's still not going to phase me any because you guys know I don't need that. But I'm here to tell you that I forgot to do an honorable book mention of the week. Honorable mention of the week, at least. But you know what? The book of the week, let's just say it's the High Republic, just because it is the High Republic. Oh, and if and if I did that to you from watching Drunken Chat, I'm, I'm very sorry. But man, if you if you do find that uh, that uh, right side variant, you know, let me know. Hit me up. But anyway, Book of the Week, High Republic, because I was going to put the Star Wars Adventures as the honorable mention, just because it did so well, but I, I couldn't decide on it. It was a toss-up between that and another book. So I just went ahead and just did a Book of the Week without doing a, an honorable mention this week, but don't worry, next week I will make it up to you. But, let's get a cracking, everybody. Alright, so, on the list of new releases today, we're starting this off with a, a, a Wave Blue World. Avery Premier Edition, number one. And I don't know what's up with all those thumbs downs, but I guess not liked. Which, you know, it happens. It happens. It happens. Next up, we've got uh, a release from Aardvark. And of course, you guys know what that means. It's a Cerebus book. Cerebus in Hell 2021 Preview One Shot. All right, next up, we got a Blaze. Sumerian Frost Giant's Daughter, number three of three, I believe, because it said it ended when I read it today. But this one, there's your cover A. There's your cover B. There's your cover C. 
And then your cover D, which is so, so important uh, to me being, you know, a homage chaser. So Wolverine Lazarus Project Homage, if you get it. And then uh, here's your 10-copy incentive, your 20-copy Pinotion Pencil, and then your 30-copy Negative Variant. Action Lab. And, of course, the Danger Zone Action Lab's imprint is going to be the Zombie Tramp. So here we got your Zombie Tramp 77, your cover A, your cover B Risqué, your cover C, your cover C Risqué, your cover D Risqué, and your cover E and your cover F Risqué. But Action Lab's not done. Miranda and Maelstrom, number three. Sasquatch in Love, number three of four. So Aftershock, up next, Maniac of New York. And I saw this one doing really, really well. I had somebody uh, pick up three copies of the variant uh, at a store today. You bought them all off the shelf. Uh, Ahoy Comics, we've got The Wrong Earth, Night and Day, number two. And this is apparently a story about uh, the same guy from different universes being tra trapped on another Earth. Basically dealing with himself. Emerald Entertainment and Basement Studios provide you with Caveman Metal Age number one. There's your cover A, your cover B, your cover E. I know, I I'm wondering about this too. Your cover F and your cover G. I'm wondering if uh, some of these might be released in a different way. So, Archie's up next. And Archie's 80th anniversary, Jumbo Digest, of course, number one. Artist, writers, and artisans. Man's World, number two, cover A by Raza. And then your Redemption, number one, cover A by Diodato Jr. Your Redemption, number one, cover B by Frank Cho. So the unsung Frank Cho variant of the week. Behemoth Comics. A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, number one, second printing. Hotline Miami Wildlife, number five of eight. Let's see what we got from Black Box Comics. Devil's Dominion, number one. Here's your cover A. I, I don't know why it said cover A when there was no cover B, but there wasn't a cover B as far as my intel got, and I may be wrong. So if you guys see that I'm missing the cover or I'm not showing your subscribers, go ahead and leave me a comment below. Uh, she No Cage, number one. Broadsword Comics, Tarot, Witch of the Black Rose, number 125, cosplay photo. I don't know what to think of this one. Anyway, Tarot, Witch of the Black Rose, number 125, the Deluxe Litho Edition. Coffin Comics, Lady Death, number two, the naughty cover. Lady Death, Blasphemy Anthem, number two. Up to the premium foil cover. The sultry cover. And the standard cover. Is that a symbiote on her? I don't know. Don't tell anybody the symbiote chasers that there's, there's a symbiote on Lady Death. Dark Horse up next. And of course, we're still in the Avatar. The next shadow, number two of four. Fear Case, number one of four. There's your cover B. 
And there's your cover C by Frank Avia. Overwatch, Tracer London calling. And there is your cover B by Thoroughgood. Devil's Due Press. Encoded number one. Dynamite. I'm sorry. Dynamite. Dynamite. Bloody Valentine one shot. Here's your cover A. Your cover B. Your cover C. Your cover D. Your black and white Linzer Virgin variant. Sonya Versal. Number one. Here's your cover B. Cover C. Your cover D. Your cover E cosplay. Blank. 10 copy incentive. 10 copy Moss incentive. 10 copy Walsh incentive. 11 copy Grayscale FOC incentive. 15 copy Black and White. 15 copy Grayscale Virgin. 20 copy Lee Black and White. 20 copy Linzer Black and White incentive. 25 copy Henderson Virgin incentive. 25 copy Moss Virgin incentive. 25 copy Walsh Virgin incentive. 30 copy Henderson Black and White Incentive. 35 copy Cosplay Virgin Incentive. 40 copy Linzer Black and White Virgin Incentive. 50 copy Lee Black and White Virgin Incentive. Cosplay co uh, copy seven, I'm sorry, seven copy Cosplay Black and White FOC Incentive. Vampirilla Valentine Special One Shot. Cover A, Linzer. Here's your cover B. Cover C, Cosplay. And your FOC bonus variant. Cover A Perillo. Your B Oliver. Your Segoya. Cosplay. Virgin incentive. 10 copy. 11 copy FOC incentive. 15 copy virgin incentive. Oh my god. These, these Alright, so you guys know, you guys see how, how tiring it is for me to do dynamite. And look, I'm not knocking you if you're a dynamite collector. I don't knock anybody for collecting what they like, but. This has got to be the most gruesome copy and paste. Hurting my wrist every week. But some of these do look really cool. And, and Perillo definitely got some good art on this one. Oliver's killing it too. I mean, all these are good. But let's move on for Dynamite. Fantagraphics comic books. Psychodrama Illustrated number four. Kenzer and Company. Ninjas and Robots number three. Cover A. And there was no cover B, so I don't know why. Mad Cave. They fell from the sky, number one. Oni Press. Rick and Morty, Worlds Apart, number one, cover A. And your cover B. How Rick and Morty doing, by the way? Still hardcore. Scout Comics. Midnight Sky, number seven, cover A. There's your cover B. Shepherd, number one, cover A. And copy, unlock David Mack variant. Vault Comics. Enigma Ward, number seven. Cover B. That was a Hickman cover, too. Resonant, number seven. Vagrant Queen Planet Called Doom. 
Xenoscope. Grim Fairy Tales number 44. Cover A, Mastrazzo. Cover B, Vitorino. Cover C, McDonald. Cover D, Garvey. All right, everybody. You know what time it is? Does everybody know what time it is? I think I know what time it is. I think it's time to do a giveaway. So, Wanna Comics was gracious enough to provide us with a couple of uh, these guys right here. So, those are the ones sitting behind me right there. Oh, wait, we hit the wrong buttons here. Those things sitting right there. Those are the ones you're going to win. So, we do actually have a Wheel of Names set up. And I am going to head over to the Wheel of Names. So, let's check it. Wheel of Names, there you are. So I do want to thank everybody for following the instructions and commenting on the post properly. So here's everybody in there. You guys ready? There we go. Had a little bit of a technical difficulty there trying to get the wheel of names up, but let's try this again. Wheel of names. There we go. So here we got the wheel of names, everybody. Okay. So let's get this done. So uh, I want to thank you guys for participating in the giveaway. And this giveaway, again, is provided by Wanted Comics. This is for Star Wars High Republic number one, the Wanted Comics version and trade dress set and let's full screen it guys let's give this one away so let's go let's see who wins the name so where is this thing spinning it here we go Uvatsivi, you are a winner, winner, chicken dinner. Make sure you uh, shoot me a message via IG or Facebook, and that is U1TRA Maximus, or you can shoot me a message at Twitter via x ultra maximus x you have one week to claim your prize and to everybody if he doesn't claim the prize we're gonna give it away again so make sure you reach out to me whoever you are all right that was fun all right so let's get this cracking everybody let's get back into uh the presser here thank you wanted comics for the giveaway very, very awesome giveaway. Boom Studios. Buffy the Vampire Slayer number 22. And there's a Becca Carey Fire Variant Edition. I like this. I think this looks cool. And then there's a Naomi Frank Queef Variant Edition. Hope I didn't mess that one up. And then there's a 25 copy incentive by Lopez. Last Witch number one, second printing. Luna number one. The Jenny Frisian variant. 
And then the Virgin, the 25 copy incentive Virgin variant from Jenny Frisian. Now these colors, I haven't put it under a black light myself, but I wonder. Spectre Inspectors number one. Here's your 10 copy incentive by McCurdy. Your 25 copy incentive by Andolfo. And your pocketbook variant. DC Comics. The Dreaming Waking Hours, number seven. Far Sector, number 10, cover A. Putrid knocking it out on that cover B. Look at that. That's amazing. Good looking green, good looking GL cover. Future State, Dark Detective, number one of four second printing. Number one of Harley Quinn second printing. Number two of Future State Harley Quinn out today. Cover A, Derek Chu. That was a ramped up black mask. And then look at this one. Here's your Gary Frank cardstock variant. Future State Superman of Metropolis, number two of two. Future State Superman of Metropolis, number two of two. Cover B. Future State Swamp Thing, number one. Second print. Future State Swamp Thing number two of two. Cover A, Mike Perkins. And your cover B, Dima Ivanov. Flash Future State number two. Cover A, Brandon Peterson. And then your cover B by Kari Andrews. Future State, the next Batman, number one of four. Second print. And number two of four, second print. And then there's number three of four. And number three of four's Art Germ variant. The colors on it just look good, don't they? Future State Wonder Woman, number one of two, second printing. And then your two of two, your cover A by Joelle Jones. And, oh, Jenny Frisian, knocking it out. Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey, number four. Here's your regular cover by Amanda Connor. And then there is your Terry Dodson variant cover. Hellblazer, Rise and Fall, number three, cover A and cover B. Man Bat, number one. And then gets a cover B variant as well. Whew, we made it through the DC stuff. Now let me take a look at the chat here real quick, because I know some of you guys uh, are, are talking... Uh, so, the 125 Adolfo selling for ratio, not many listings for Spectre Inspectors... You know, that's 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 a funny thing you used to say that, because uh, I think I left that one on the shelf today. Um, we're going to talk about some Marvel stuff. Uh, this is a good question. Do you know if there's ever been a qualifier that no one qualified for? No, actually, I don't think that is the case, because if there was a qualifier, a new account could have been opened and instantly qualified for it. So... Interesting stuff right there, but that's a good spec play right there, uh, Dollar Bin. Uh, let's see here. Some of the numbers you hear to qualify are ridiculous. Maybe a qualifier that only went to like 10 stores. So it's a little bit different than that. And, uh, I'll take this little sagu here real quick to discuss percentage qualifiers. So a percentile qualifier on a book, like let's say I'll use the one that I'm very familiar with. Champions number one, Mark Brooks variant. So it had a 200% qualifier required off of Avengers number nine. Uh, the funny thing is... Champions number two 
action figure variant and divided we stand variant also used percentage qualifier off of all new different avengers number nine however it was 175 percent instead of 200 percent for issue number one's mark brooks variant so a new store a new diamond account could have ordered that stuff right away they wouldn't have had to hit any of the qualifiers so there, there's a lot of that going on out there but they don't even do those anymore so it just has that that wonderful section of variants that you guys know that I specialize in that I basically dropped a bomb of them on Drunken Chat. So you guys need to be watching Drunken Chat if you really want to catch up on some more of those. But anyway, um, the uh, the future states of second print are going to be the winners down the line. In certain books, I do agree with you there, Mr. Hurd. And uh, if Crook likes them, they'll be worth a lot. That's that's hilarious. <laughs> Um, well, I won't be shocked if Future State Teen Titans number one second print goes crazy next week. Neither do I. And number two is already starting to show signs of that. But anyway, guys, let's get back into this. I got a bunch more books to share with you here today. And uh, there's the good stuff. So we're getting into the big stuff now. IDW Publishing. And IDW dropping today. We had Canto 2, The Hollow Men number five. And then, of course, all you rarity chasers... Still picking up these 1 in 10 incentives. And, of course, uh, you guys know my, my history with IDW, specifically with Transformers. The incentives can get a little hairy to chase at some times. Uh, Chain to the Grave, number one, cover A. And then here's your cover B, which is basically your 1 in 10 incentive. Now, these are very, very surprising. Marvel Action Chillers, number four. And these books are basically, they're re So, it, it, I mean, all these Marvel action books are Marvel-related, but uh, I don't see don't see a lot of aftermarket on them just because I don't think people know about them. Like, they're really good stories, too. And, and even the LCS is like, they don't ever advertise them. If they advertise these things, they'd sell. And then Marvel Action Origins number one has a two different covers, cover A and cover B, and then has a shared cover between Spider-Man and Thanos that apparently covers their origins. Sea of Sorrows, number three of five. And then you got a 10-copy incentive cover. Snake Eyes, Dead Game, number four. There's your cover A, Liefeld. Your cover B, Liefeld. Oh, and look, there's your 10-copy incentive variant by Liefeld. Star Wars Adventures number three, your cover A by Frank Avia. Your cover B by Tinto. And your 10 copy incentive by Frank Avia. And I actually love, love, love this is going to, that this is a different cover than the A cover. So they're doing themselves a, a major service there. Now, this book right here would have been the runner up, but I couldn't decide. Star Wars High Republic Adventures number one. And then there's your 10-copy incentive variant with Yoda. Jenica 2, your cover A, and then your 10-copy incentive variant. The last Ronin, number one. Look, we got a third print. Where is number two? That's all I've been, been wondering. Where the hell is number two at? We already got number th a third print of number one. We don't need this. We, we, need, we need number two. Anyway, did we get number two and I just missed it? Am I that dumb? No? Okay. Transformers Beast Wars. Here's your cover A by Just Bircham. Here's your cover B. And this is very misleading because your one in ten incentive actually is a virgin variant. I picked this one up today. 
And then here's your 1 in 25, your Nick Brokenshire Incentive Optimus Primal variant. Hey, uh, I, I was talking about the issue 2. Issue 2 came out? 2 did come out? Did I miss issue 2? Yeah, I knew the second print came out months ago. But anyway. Um, yeah, so for everybody who picked up this Beast Wars today, the R.I.B., uh, is the trade dress on the back? So, anyway. I don't know, because the trade dress is on the back of the 1 in 10. I thought the 1 in 10 was better. Oh, let's see. Deep Beyond, number one, cover A. All good, man. All good. This one right here, a new book, of course, being released by Image, and then a cover B by Mirka and Dolfo. And then your cover C by Peach Momoko, and your cover D Momoko Virgin cover. And then your cover E Momoko Black and White Virgin cover. And then your cover F. Your cover G, which is your blank. Firepower, number eight. And then Graphic Fantasy Facsimile Edition. So we've got the dragon. I guess that's what these are. These are the the McFarlane variant, though, for this one is uh, interesting. wonder how that will do. Ascender, number one. Bitterroot, number one. Die. Philadelphia. Mercy. Old Guard. Undiscovered Country. And what's good about all those image firsts is all of those will be $1, I believe. I believe they're a dollar. Yep, $1. So get yourself some good first. That You know, for a dollar investment, there's sometimes those things flip for 10 And that's a really good return on your money if a dollar is your buy-in. But anyway, Inkblot number one, uh, six... Tartarus number nine, cover A, and then here's your cover B, and then your Walking Dead, your deluxe number eight, cover A by Finch, your cover B, and your cover C. All right, we made it through image. All right. Marvel offers us an amazing Spider-Man number 101 facsimile edition for the first appearance of Morbius. This hit today, and my gosh, was this ever ridiculed with lots of printer issues, like uh, lots of ink rub on the covers and lots of inability for me to purchase a copy. I looked at the uh, the incentive variant for $89 on the shelf, though, and I left it there, but it might still be there or somebody might have picked it up. Who knows? But yeah, I think the incentive looks good, but it didn't look $90 good to me. Very, very interesting book here. Um, we'll talk about it later. Uh, there's your Alex Ross Timeless variant. I picked up two of these today. I love this variant. And there's not very many Blade variants out there. So Avengers number 42, Weaver Connecting variant. And then you had a Garen Design variant. And Phoenix American Eagle, I thought it was a Conan but it wasn't. That was, that's not Conan. It's very bad of me for thinking that. Uh, anyway, Avengers uh, number 42, Alex Ross. One 
in 100. So, big, big deal if there's a lot of stuff going on in this book and there being a 1 in 100, right? Avengers Mech Strike, number one. And then we had a bunch of variants for this one, too. And there's your Sing variant and then your Sue variant. And, and it's basically like everybody gets a mech. So, like, did Armor Wars happen in the books again? Anyway, for, for those Inception-type loving covers, uh, this one hits. Mortal Hulk, number 43. We're going to talk about this one, too. Three covers. So, King of Black, number... Black Knight, number one. King of Black, Black Knight, number one variant. King of Black, Black Knight, number one Sue variant. And then the hidden gem. Is... Oh. Gwenum versus Carnage, number two. Cover A. There's your cover B. And there's your one in ten Flavio design variant, which unfortunately was damaged at my LCS, so I didn't get to get one. King of Black Marauders, number one. And then they had a variant. Return of the Valkyries. There's your Noto variant. Legend of Shang-Chi, number one. Ron Lim variant. Runaways, number 33. Star Wars, number 11. Action figure variant. Sprouse Empire Strikes Back variant. Star Wars 11 Mora variant. High Republic number two. There's your cover A. And there's your cover B. And your cover B, of course, was doing some insane things, selling out the gate. Uh, before, pre, before release day, actually. But Strange Academy number eight, still delivering with awesome covers. But, of course, I am picking up these. I don't know. Like Art Adams. Strange Academy number eight. The Mardi Gras variant. Venom number 33. Stegman variant. Stegman sketch variant. And then a 1 in 50, David Finch. Warhammer 40K. Marnius Caligar. Number 4 of 5. Warhammer 40k Lost Variant And then your X-Factor number 7 Woo! Alright everybody We made it through We made it through You guys have stuck with me for the first 31 minutes of this broadcast And I appreciate you all checking me out live Don't forget to hit that like button Just a little bit beneath this little thing right here Wherever this video is playing There's a like button If you can tap that for me uh, make sure you are sharing this video and uh, telling people the best review of comic book release day is right here on Flipside Channel. Hosted by Ultra Maximus on a show called Wednesday Night Comic Book Presser. And uh, if you do that, you're going to like uh, what I got in the future because I want to give away more books. I want you all to come here and enjoy the information. But let's talk about some things here real quick because I saw you guys lighten up the chat. Um, we're going to talk about that in a little bit, man. I, I got an article about that one stuff, but, uh, yeah. So, <sighs> all right. 
So you guys are all on some other stuff out there, but let's talk about this in other news. So uh, the Justice League Snyder Cut, you know what, I don't need to go full screen on this one. The Justice League Snyder Cut uh, has been rated R by the Motion Picture Association of America. What does this mean? It means that we're going to get this league move wanted. Uh, it, it needs to be that way. It needs to be that way to be able to compete with big things such as Deadpool. I mean, Deadpool's rated R. What, what does DC think they were going to do? You know, especially trying to beat Marvel at their own game, they're going to have to come hard. And the only way to do it, I agree, is to do it with an R rating. Now, uh, another thing, uh, maybe some speculation you guys might be able to dig out of this one because the Suicide Squad plot synopsis confirms Corto multi-setting. I don't know what you take from that, but here's the, the hot topic. Immortal artist uh, accused of anti-Semitic imagery in issue number 43. It looks like Marvel is now going to be recalling um, the book. So get ready, okay? Just just get ready. Um, yeah, it, it wasn't really supposed to be, I don't think, anti-Semitic, but it's like a letter was missing from a backwards glass and the was misdrawn. So look, it, as somebody of German who was accused of being a Nazi his whole life growing up, and obviously I'm not, um, I understand these things. So it's it sucks that we have to live in a world where people can't just get along. Like, doesn't matter what what you inhabit. There's a soul inside there, and that that is what I care about. How you act, how you treat other people, is more important to me. So I hope other people can uh, get a lesson from this one, and let's let's just ignore it. Let's not pay any money for the recalled issue, and let's just do everything we can to just you know address it and move on. But anyway, let's get to some better news. Uh, the entire cast, Robert Kirkman's Invincible, the cast and character guide is up. Uh, so you guys, if you wanted to know a little bit more about who's in it, you should go over and check that out. And then this was just announced. Fantastic Four Life Story. So what does that mean? That means some retconning is going to be coming into play. And as good as the Spider-Man Life Story was, the multiple printings that it went... I anticipate the same thing with Fantastic Four, but with them also anticipating a Fantastic Four movie coming up here in the future, do these retcons uh, have any real long-term effects? That will be what we were going to find out, but, uh, you know, good stuff there, right? Good stuff, right? You guys like the good stuff? Next up, WandaVision. Wow. All right, so... Three episodes in, we got nothing. I mean, we got a couple of teasers, really, but episode four? Episode four delivered, didn't it? We finally got to see a little bit of what's going on in the world and just kind of understanding what's going on in the MCU. We get to see uh, Monica Rambeau, you know, reassemble. She was snapped, and we find out that she, she was snapped. So there's a lot of good things that I think are coming about in the next couple of issues. So you guys want to buckle up and get ready. But man, this issue, uh, The Ringer reported the episode four recap, finally some answers. And, and yeah, I kind of have to agree with them. Um, with them reporting that we finally got some answers, we do see, um, we do see a lot of clarification on some of the things that we saw previously. So I'm happy about it. I think it's going places. 
and you know there's just some really cool things man just monica we're all waiting for you to transform into into spectrum so if you can go ahead and just do that sooner than later i would appreciate it and i'm sure everybody holding a mighty avengers number one right now would really appreciate it too and for all you guys who, who bought that uh, avengers unplugged i i want to point out her mom was photon I don't think she's going to be Photon at all. I think that name's that name's off the board. I think Spectrum is who she's going to be. So, but anyway, I may be wrong. Maybe maybe she takes the name Photon because it was her mom's. We will see. Okay? So, I look forward to seeing that one come up. So, you know what, guys? I, I know why you like to watch Flipside Channel. And maybe it's something to do a little bit of something to get red. Spoilers ahead, everybody. Spoilers ahead. So... In this book today, we're dealing with the Avengers finding out a lot of weird things. But for one, the Phoenix and Thor, he, he says basically he has enough of this. So, the Phoenix goes, ah, you know, I have no wish to fight here today, God of Thunder. You, least of all. It's time you knew the truth of your own existence. The secret your father Odin has hidden from you for centuries. I've come to tell you everything, my son. What? Did she just say my son, as in Thor, is the son of the Phoenix? Okay, what? Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it said. Okay, so let's talk about this here for a second. So with this retcon, Freya was always, you know, supposedly his stepmother, and, and Thor's mother was, I thought, Mother Earth. But turns out Thor's mom is the Phoenix. So the Phoenix from uh, Avengers 39 and uh, Marvel Legacy is Thor's mama. There you have it. We'll see, or at least uh, maybe she possessed the spirit of Freya. I don't know. Maybe Freya was the original one. But if you guys are specking on this kind of stuff, you're looking towards Thor number five, which this cover right here just is awesome in itself. Um, and then, of course, the Thor number six is. Now, Thor number six is a regular cover, has a Battle Lines cover, and then it also has the Marvel Knights 20, and then it has a 1 in 200 variant. All right. There's a little bit of that. Venom. This was awesome. All right. Now, I really enjoyed this read today because of a couple of things. First off and foremost, is, the, is this the first appearance of the God Hive? Is this the first time that we actually see the whole God Hive? Well, I don't know. But uh, this is the first time that Eddie's seeing it. So, this right here is just, you know exceptional world building on the part of Donnie Cates. I got to say that just because he did, he did a really good job of this. So we have Rex, we have Flash Thompson and we have Eddie Brock emerge into the hive. Flash Thompson takes it upon himself to go and, and, and do this mission because it was the mission that Rex hired him for. But of course he got himself killed so he wasn't around to have, you know, to do the job that Eddie, you know, stepped in to do. So now he's like, Eddie, it's my turn. Let me do this. So, you know, man of action jumps into it. And it's so good seeing Agent Anti-Venom again. But 
So basically what happens is he gets in there and then they absorb his codex. But what happens is he becomes the anti-venom dragon. So I'm wondering, are we going to be able to see Flash Thompson again? Is Flash Thompson coming back as the agent anti-venom? But of course, this right here was pretty wild because Rex, unfortunately, isn't Rex anymore. He got turned back into Null. So there's Null. And uh, why does this you know feel the same because you just is eddie brock going to be falling for another three issues again i'm going to be very upset if that's the case but you know what again the god hive this is where it all takes place so this is where eddie's going to take over so somehow some way eddie takes over this and becomes the king in black but again this issue is important for the return of flash thompson i know he, he returned in the previous issue or whatever uh, just showing up in the Codex, but they, they emerge from the Codex and then, of course, turns into a dragon. I think this is big news. So, look, Flash Thompson as the Agent Venom is not new news, but Flash Thompson as Agent Anti-Venom might have been missed just a little bit. So, inside of Venom Incorporated, in one panel, he gets the Agent Venom, the Agent Anti-Venom suit. But then in Amazing Spider-Man number 792, uh, that is where we actually have an Alex Ross cover first off. Um, and then of course it's his first full as agent anti-venom. So keep that in mind. If you're out there specking on that one, I don't know if you are specking on it. And then this issue now, I know some people didn't really like the art. You know what? There's a lot of people don't like a lot of the art and a lot of comic books, but you know what? I didn't think it was that bad for the scenario we are in and the very exaggerated drawing of Mary Jane being manipulated by Carnage is exactly what we needed. But this issue just starts off right where they left off issue one. So issue issue number one is her Hulk 180, where she's, you know, last panel as Carnage. And this one, she flat out says, I am Carnage. So call it what you will. I think this one's more of a first full appearance. I know there's going to be a lot of people trying to push for different books to, to suit their needs, but... Right there, that panel right there. See that? It says Carnage. But, so they sit here and they go fighting back and forth an awful lot, but Carnage goes, Noel wants to meet you. <laughs> meet. She, she misspelled it first. So, this right here is a little bit wild because she's got wings. I think that's kind of new, but that, that's definitely kind of wild looking. So, Gwen meets Noel. And he's like, you're mine. And she's like, no, I'm actually not yours. She gets back out and she's trying to explain to MJ what's going on. It's a monster, MJ. It's eating you alive. I feel it every day, but my powers hold it off. I'm resistant to it. But you're not carnage, MJ, please. And she's like, oh, well, then I don't know how much time. Got people to kill. And she literally is being possessed by carnage. And the guitar is definitely an axe. It's a little wild. And then my last read of the day, I didn't get to read very much today because I was doing too much other prep work and uh, reorganizing the collection. This was fantastic. I don't want to show you what happens before all this, but I will show you the last couple pages just because the Frost Giant lives, the Giant's daughter lives, but he has proof that he's seen her. Three-issue miniseries, I highly recommend it. Conan Uncensored, known as the Sumerian. And of course, look at this. It's the Lazarus Project, everybody. I'm sorry. Actually, that's not Wolverine. Really good stuff. So, you guys, uh, 
you guys like the spec matrix i hear every now and then i drop a little bit of spec knowledge and you guys want to see what's what's in the noggin so i save the best for last and this i'm going to close out this podcast with a couple of good tidbits here this evening hopefully um hopefully you enjoy what i've got uh because what i think i'm bringing is basically you know ultra maximus is bringing the spec matrix and who's ultra maximus you ask it's this guy hosting the show tonight that uh, you're, you're, you were just looking at a second ago. But this is where you can find him. You can find him on Facebook and IG at U1TRA Maximus. Please be sure to give me a like and a follow. And then, of course, I want to give a shout-out to the Spine Ticks crew for pushing me over 300 subs. I am at like 327-ish. we got to push this up to a G, everybody. A thousand subs, or Mel said he's not going to give away another drunken box over on Drunken Chat. So uh, that is where, of course, I do the Raw Report. And then, of course, Mighty Mel V is where I do a Spec Matrix at 12.30 a.m. Saturday mornings. Be sure to like and subscribe to all of those. But you guys know what? This is the Speculation Matrix. So the Speculation Matrix that I'm going to show you guys right here. Oh, and let me answer this question real quick. Uh, they're actually in the 616. Null did not. I don't know if he invaded the other universe or not. I think he was invading the other universe, and that's when she was leaving. But uh, let's, 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 you know, we'll see. But no, they're actually in the 616 having that battle. But everybody ready for this? So I do this thing called a the, the Secret Marion, and I do that on my channel. And the reason why I do that on my channel is because it's low-key. But... On FOC this past Monday, there's a couple of books that you probably are going to want to know about just in case the speculation potential might be there. For one, you have an opportunity to get a signed copy because all of these Berserker number zeros, or I'm sorry, Berserker number one, one in the thousands, are going to be signed by Keanu Reeves. So you can set up your facilitator and CGC is waiting to accept these books so you guys will be able to get a nice yellow label on them. Uh, definitely reach out to your retailer about this one. It just passed FOC and there's a program in place. But this is probably going to be a pretty big book. So also on FOC and just... I can't believe DC did this to themselves. So DC shot themselves in the foot because they could have had this as a 1 in 25 incentive, which would have totally boosted orders. Instead, it's open order. They're not going to sell more books because it's open order, I promise you. But this wraparound for Batman 106 is definitely going to be one that I'll be looking for. And this was just nuts. Matina from Swamp Thing. Just amazing looking cover. And then, you know, I, I got to say, this is now three in a row. 15, 16, and now issue 17 over on Usagi Yojimbo, where the retail incentive variants are just absolutely smashing it. So, uh, amazing stuff there. Let's see what else. And Department of Truth. I thought cover A just looked amazing. This series is, of course, hitting. Huh. Oh, I mean, do I have to explain myself on this one? I don't think I have to explain myself to this one. Um, I think that's three C's, y'all. Three C's. Anyway, Rain Like Hammers, second print. This is interesting. So these spawn books, um, 
either you have a store that's ordering a ton of spawn or you don't. You know, so these one in fifties are definitely going to be long-term chasers for a lot of people. So uh, if you miss the FOC ability to order, make sure you are ordering it. And, you know, coming hot off all the news for, you know, and, and this is the reason why I didn't have it in other news because I was going to talk about it here. Uh, in other news, you know, Wakanda Project or World of Wakanda-based product project over at Disney Plus has been in the talks. Do you guys know Black Panther took an 11-month hiatus? So, you know, I, I get a lot of people like to speculate on books going up in value whenever a TV or an outside project is on it. Do you guys know I speculate on books that come out for other books? A little weird, huh? Like, I speculate on comics. I speculate comics with other comics. So, if you are the speculating type, and you do recall, Killmonger got himself a little symbiote back in... Issue 2. Issue 2 has a second print variant, as well as a 1 in 25 incentive. The 1 in 25 incentive for Issue 2 is way out there already. That second print is hovering right around 30 bucks. So, you guys, I don't know. I, we'll see what's going to happen with this. But here we have the Tedesco variant, which does have a symbiote killmonger uh, back in the game. So, I'm excited to see where they go with this one. Uh, and then, of course, Magnificent Ms. Marvel is rolling up on her final issue of her series. And then these Marvel voices. So, these Marvel voices that showed up. Fuego. Fuego. So, um, this one right here, the Miles, it looks good, but you know what? Spectrum Photon, whichever one she is, she doesn't have a ton of variants out there. Uh, there's that Marcos Martin variant from Mighty Avengers number two, one in 50. That's basically her first variant as this character. Um... But there's, again, there's not too many of them out there. So if you're on the hunt for Monica Rambeau variant covers, well, here you go. And I think these Marvel Voices variants are, are, are going to do well. So we'll see what else we got here. Oh, 1 in 50, David Finch. All right, everybody. So at this time, I would like to say the picks from today. So you didn't think I was going to leave you hanging with just FOC stuff. I'm going to pick some books from the, from the releases today. See if you guys like what I got. Well, I mean, not necessarily what I got. I didn't pick up all of these, but it, it, let's just betting, man. These would be the books I'd be betting. But of the books that were today, Venom number 33, Finch. Obviously, being a 1 in 50 is a good flip if you can get it, you know, mixed in with the other ones, you know, way below ratio. Canto 2 Hollow Men, of course, these Canto 2 books, even the Canto, the first volume, I think they're going to do a third one. All the retail incentives, you know, again, they're they're the lowest, they're the rarest of that one. I do think the Marvel Action Chillers potentially being a re-restory, story probably got some legs. Once Armor Wars hits... If there's any kind of fan base that's going to be looking for these books, that probably be really well. And this this just hit. I mean, I know it's cartoonish looking Thanos, but to me, this was a hit. I thought it was a really good looking cover. 
thought this one was a really good looking cover too, being a one in 10, being the artwork is different than the cover A. Star Wars and uh, Hot Republic Adventures. I mean, Star Wars right now is probably the biggest book in comics. The one in 10 variant. And then of course this being a one in 50. Again, a good flip. If you can get it for ratio and, and get it listed, it's probably a good flip. And I, I, I'm again, this is this is more of a long-term spec play for me because I, I again I see a lack of good blade variants in the market. So this right here is one of them. And uh, I want to give a shout out to Big Leg for the Dave Wilkins inspiration for the Blade versus Wolverine. Dave Wilkins second print. There's a good one right there too. Like I said, I've been trying to track some Blade variants, and there's just not a ton of them out there. So. Uh, but that one uh, was hitting today. If you were able to locate the Black Knight Hidden Gem variant and you were able to scoop it, that can quite possibly be a very good flip for you today. Uh, that right there, uh, again, because it is the first full appearance of her as Carnage, it's probably going to have some legs on all three covers. So I'm, I'm watching the aftermarket to see what it does. Now, because there's a couple of store variants out there, too, that might affect that uh, as far as long-term. But we'll see, because some of the store variants are hitting. Uh, Star Wars number 11. The the retail incentives on Star Wars seem to be a buy, put in a box, wait a year, maybe two, and then sell it. And you will you 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 basically get a good return on your profit or a good return on your investment just from holding them. So Star Wars High Republic number two. Um, I flipped through it today. It was a pretty decent read, I thought, but uh, I'm going to... I generally don't like to read uh, the first two issues, three issues of a series, until I get, like, issues four and five in hand, and then I like to read through them all because it really does tend to give me a little bit of better of a read that way. Um, yeah, you know, Frisian just killing it on this one. And uh, anything Laura Floor, uh, you know, DC, DC is, is long-term spec, everybody. Uh, there's going to be a few flashes in the pan that you hit with DC, like Robin King. Um, but Red X coming up next week. I'm definitely looking forward to the presser next week. And so should you. So make sure you tell your friends about the presser. Make sure they're subscribed to Flipside to be able to catch that next episode. And then a Future State Harley Quinn number one. All of these second prints. I think I put all the second prints on here just because I see the potential. So the deal is that the first prints of Future State were all returnable these aren't so there's your presser everybody so i do want to thank you all for tuning in and especially you guys tuning in live and watching live for all you guys participate in the chat i appreciate it to our contest winner uh congratulations uh you again just got to reach out to me via uh, I, I my phone was blowing up so i don't know if you reached out to me already or or what but you're in and uh wow Another presser in the books, everybody. Kept it about an hour like I like it. And uh, let me just check on the chat to see what's going on here. And yes, Miss Marvel does end with issue 18. But that probably doesn't mean she's going to be gone. It just means that they're going to probably reboot her with a different series. Um, so the Star Wars Adventures retail incentive cover for issue number three is not black and white of the cover A this time. They actually changed the artwork. So it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's different. Isn't it cool? It's cool when they switch stuff up on that. So 
if your shop does ratios at good prices, you could have made out like a bandit today. Star Wars Spidey Venom 33. Yeah, and you know, that's it. See, I've got a, I've got two different LCSs. So the one LCS I used to work at, their their prices are definitely eBay. The other LCS, they, they kind of like have a set thing. But, you know, of course, if a book is stupid hot, they got, you know, I can't fault them for it. But when you guys got a good relationship with your LCS, if you do have a good relationship with your LCS... You know, a little bit of negotiation never hurt anybody. And, of course, sometimes I like to negotiate on my incentive variance. But I get a good discount, um, and I try to pre-order. But, of course, I, I'm, I'm definitely that guy who preaches pre-orders and doesn't do it a whole lot because I'm catered to. But, guys, I, I do want to give a couple of massive thanks and shout-outs to uh, Mr. Hurd. Thank you, sir, for the wonderful uh, Ultra Maximus graphics and uh, a couple of the slides that I'm up here using here this evening are brought to you in part by Mr. Hurd. So thank you again for the comments and saying it's a great show this evening. Make sure to tell your friends about it. And uh, we will see you guys next time on The Presser. So with that said, I do want to give a massive shout out to everybody on the Flipside channel. So these are your choices. You got a ton of them to watch. Make sure you are tuning in to check everybody out. And of course, I want to thank you all for watching, and we will see you next time.